Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, and welcome back to another extremely random, addictively entertaining episode of Random Side Note Podcast. I'm your boy, Dre, here with the rest of the Rando gang, and we are here to bring you some live entertainment. Where to do, y'all? How y'all been? It's been pretty good. You know, another week down. Let's just hurry up and get it all over with. Damn. <laughs> just pass me by week. <laughs> I'm waiting on the ho- on the holiday. I need another day off. <laughs> so let's just get to that. Let's get to that. President's Day, you, 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 that don't count to her. I was at work. President Day off. Yeah, I didn't either though. So I did. I took it off. Oh, you took it <laughs> off, or you know had it, it off? <laughs> you know, what? took it off, had it off. Tomato, tomato. It's all the same. No, Nikki, no. those happen to be very different. Yeah, no, very, very different. One of them you're using your time to take off. The other one is given to you. Either way. So you went on the calendar and said, "You went on the calendar and said, if President Day, let me take it off." No, actually, I went on. I forgot that everybody else was off, and I was like, mm, "I don't feel like going anywhere today." So, but who was off? Yeah, who was well, off? In all, in all fairness, my president said my job is moved to another day in the year. Mm. We don't observe off. President's Day at my job. I don't got. I don't got to be off because everybody else. We off. don't either. We don't either. But what I learned here is they observe President's Day, then they observe Abraham. So they get two days off. What is that? Get, like Georgia was getting Robert E. Lee's birthday off. It's state holiday now. <laughs> That's what it's called now. State holiday. It's called, yeah, it's called state holiday. <laughs> but is it, but if it's in April, it's Robert Lee, E. Lee's birthday. If y'all don't know that, so <laughs> I just don't have an extra day off of work. <laughs> That's why you kept talking about burning and everything because you're burning. Uh-uh, I'm not. But wait, I'm not burning. <laughs> that went no, like I didn't. I didn't mean burning like that. Now. That's how you took it. That's the only burning I know. So I'm not. I'm not burning this. All right, Usher, let's go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was talking about the song. Did he say the song about burning? Let, let it burn. burn. Let but, it burn. See? Let it burn. But, but, but that was unresolved. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't know the outcome of this case. <laughs> giving somebody an STI. <laughs> oh, shit. Right? Look at that. Remember, see, just all of a sudden went away, and we never got the answer to it. And I asked, "Don't none of us work at Quest. Don't none of us work at LabCorp. Don't none of us work. No, (laughs) But I sleep thing that lady was burning from Russia. But anyway, D, how was your week? (laughs) Jeez, you know this week was actually one of the better weeks I've had in a long time. Um, so you know. I can't say that I'm looking forward to this week, but I w- what I can say is I'm feeling good. What about you, Dre? Dre, I had a great week. Uh, 
yeah, I was able to reset. I cut my hair. I'm just starting all over, fresh, a new, new Dre. Re- who this? Yes, who? rejuvenated. He I got my at the beach. Oh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, she pulling to you. I love to see it. I didn't have a date. Hate when them tables turn on you, don't you? <laughs> Burn that beach, you know. <laughs> I was Burn. at the beach. <laughs> at the beach I, burning. <laughs> with no help. <laughs> new Dre, new me. Oh, oh my God. I did go to the beach on Thursday. You're right. You're correct. I did go to the beach at sunset. It was nice. Well, why you had to say today? I didn't tell them what day it was. Mm-hmm. How you been, Nikki? It's, hey, I've been great. You, know? you still playing with no rubber dicks? <gasps> it wasn't rubber. It was plastic. And for Ooh. your information, it was for a bachelorette party. And yes, I did paint the white dick brown. Uh-uh, don't, don't. Sure in the grass, and it, it looked like a turd. It was a water gun. <laughs> it was a water gun for the bachelorette party. Wait, wait, so why, I, why put, I put like vodka and whipped cream in there, and they had to take cum shots. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Water king. Wow. I mean. <laughs> I just wonder why we painted the white dick brown. Like that's just you. you know? Well, I suggested it because I was like, no, I was been... already, I was already going to do that because I, I don't just... like pink meat because I don't like Vienna sausages or whatever. Oh, like, okay, 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 okay. I get it now. Okay, she, she, she sent a picture of it. I was like, why, why? Y'all, I painted the white dick brown. You know, my mind went very far left and wrong. Oh, not that kind of paint, baby. <laughs> Yeah, not that kind of pain. Yeah, I, I was like, what? I was, I was, I was, I was, y'all already on 10. <laughs> like, something in this. Something is in this. I was like, okay. I'm going back on me. Y'all leave me alone. Okay, you all glistening in the sunlight. How you doing today? I'm going to sound like Wendy Williams. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> don't get that suit. She might be, she might be striving for straws and trying to get it. Don't do that. Um, but no, I, I actually had a good week. Um, all three of my favorite soccer clubs won this week. I had a really good talk with my boss this week. So I think I'm going to be sticking around for a little while longer. Okay. And um, found out I'm going to get a new apartment. So very excited. Congratulations. That's good. Congratulations. Yeah. I I'm, I'm finally you were pregnant. But <laughs> um, no. But finally going to see what it's like to live in a luxury apartment for a little minute. So hopefully, you know, that feels nice and lovely. So y'all don't ask the questions that I already asked. But I'm going to just keep it on moving. <laughs> I was just going to tell him, don't believe the hype. Because my apartment is a luxury apartment. And they act just like we live everywhere else in here. You know? When he, when he told me the lo- location, I was like... <laughs> I was is like, it Atlanta? <laughs> no. I, Akeem, do you live in Atlanta based off of Amaretta's? Um <laughs> So, I have so Akeem has never not lived in Atlanta. Okay. Um, well, since you moved there, since I moved here, that is correct. Yeah, because you're from Valdosta. Oh, oh you done told all his business. 
I'm sorry that we all can't be from Milledgeville, but nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. You forgot. <laughs> you forgot. Hold up. You forgot. <laughs> but neither one of those places, Atlanta. <laughs> that is correct. This is true. But no, I, so when I first moved here, I lived downtown because I went to Georgia State. Uh, my first apartment was in Buckhead. My second apartment was in what is currently West Midtown. Where I live at now is still West Midtown. And then I'm moving back downtown to Summer Hill. Okay, so Akeem making it clear that he lives in Atlanta. I have never <laughs> lived outside the perimeter. Okay? <laughs> they come to Midtown to find you. Mm-hmm. That's why they're downtown. Because the girls say you did, but... Okay, we're going to move right along. <laughs> What's my question for today, Dre? Our icebreaker for today is, what type of, what genre of movie do you like to watch? This is easy for me. I'll give you a specific movie for me. I don't care what it is. After a long day, I'm coming home and watching Bridesmaids. In the That's a movie. That's a movie. <laughs> That's a movie. That's Wait, a which movie. one is that? The one That's with... The- Maya Rudolph, uh, I don't know the other girls, um, Melissa McCartney. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So y'all could watch the same movies over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yes. I I watch the same movies. I go to sleep with Rick and Morty every night for the past three years. Um, And that's why you go to sleep. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying, because he's doing times. That's why you go to sleep. It's it's soothing. Mm, What about you, AB? Comedy or like a good love story? I can see that with you. I'd be like, she watched the notebook. No, that's my movie. <laughs> I've seen it before. I cried on that movie. <sighs> Y'all a mess. I am horror or sci fi. I'm horror or thriller. So yeah. I'm watching the new paranormal tonight. So pray for me. It's not good. I don't think it is. I watched uh, Antlers the other week. Yeah, it's not good. Par- the I'm new sorry. Paranormal, I fell asleep on it four times trying to watch it. So that'll let you know it's not good. <laughs> I was sleep? sleep watching thrillers and scary movies before you go to sleep. Oh, I love a good thriller. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't go to sleep immediately after I watch them. I have to watch Brian. Uh, Ricky right Morty. Out. <laughs> I don't even know what Rick and Morty is, so that's right. why I can't I come here. Kids do. It's, it's very it's very mindless TV. Just you know, just it's a show or a movie. It's a it's a cartoon. It's an it's, and a dance. Is it a, is it one episode or just a movie? Oh no, it's like five. It's like five seasons. But what I normally do is like at night, Adult Swim has a marathon feature, so you can just hit marathon and it just plays the show the uh the season in a loop. Oh, and then my TV cuts off. Mm. So, how did they end up getting a dance from a cartoon? Because there are certain episodes where Rick and Morty like have songs that they perform, like just different, like random shit. So it, it's just the show is just incredibly random shit. Oh, like there's a storyline, but there's not a storyline. Like if you even watch like the the director cut stuff at the end, what they talk about is very interesting because they'll go reach back for stuff in season five from season one. Oh, okay. so, but nothing is it, very much so anthology like but some stuff still ties together a director's cut on a cartoon <laughs> right Nikki, Nikki what, what, what genre of movie do you prefer to watch I prefer to watch comedy 
I, my favorite one is don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Don't be a menace <laughs> to society. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. What is that one? That's the one with, with Marlon Wayne's in it. The Wayne's brothers. Oh, they it's, both the, in there? it's the parody. Menace to Society is in the movie. And That's so is Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. That's but Menace to Society is good. <laughs> okay, and don't be a, a but you asked me what was my genre <laughs> of movies that I prefer to watch, and I told you, and I said, My friend Dre, don't start this foolishness, okay? <laughs> I, speaking of movie though, if y'all have seen Amadea's Homecoming, I watched it the other night and it was hilarious to me. So, we talked about know. that. Um, I felt well, I was asked to watch it one. You didn't like it? I, I don't like really a lot of things that Tyler Perry puts out there. Um the it was a plot twist. I will give it that. It was a it was very much so a plot twist. It was hilarious to me. I was but I was also not mm-hmm. yeah, but it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was also I thought Medea was done. I thought she was dead. I had like retired or some shit. Yeah, so he lied. So Netflix threw a check at her. Too bad, Aaron. Said, okay. Yeah, it looked like it looked like Beyonce threw a check at her too. Because was a whole. Don't get that twisted. That was an old to Beyonce right there. Because it was like a lot of Beyonce uh, references in there. Jay Z references, and then she did the whole. They went to Red Lobster. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I will admit the 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 credits were funny. They were funny. To see the Tyler Perry cr- dressed like that and doing that, because that's he Tyler killed Perry. it. That's him and his. Elf. But that's that's not- oh, not- okay, what you said? Run that back. <laughs> he said that's him and his element. He said that mm-hmm. Tyler Perry, Akeem said that. Anyways, <laughs> it wasn't bad. It was his best movie, but it wasn't bad. Okay, it was good. It was funny to me. I I knew. What was going on as soon as those people walked through the door, though? I was like, mm. mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, I peeped that. I was like, oh, all right. So let's get into Akeem's rant of the week. What you ranting about today? Today I'm ranting about the devil incarnate on Earth right now, Vladimir Adolf Hitler II, Putin, um, <laughs> current. Dictators of Russia failed regime. I ain't got no more words for them. But um, I'm just my heart really goes out to the people of Ukraine because how you just attack peace people minding their own business, wanting to be friends. I think the best the best reference I saw this week, even though it was horrible, was like what's really going on right now is Russia and Ukraine used to date. Ukraine broke up with Russia. Russia was the Ukraine trying to go out there and make new friends and meet new people and want to go out. Russia said no, and it's all downhill from now. I understand that they do want help, but I do also understand like we can't fight everybody's problems. What Putin is doing to those people is horrible. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of rough. It's a dark end of the world. I think we're on the precipice of Cold War Part Two, World War Part Three. My rant is Putin is being a dick and, and <laughs> oh, okay. Putin. Putin. <laughs> Putin. 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 <laughs> and that piece of ass is Putin. Putin. <laughs> Putin. Putin. 
<laughs> I seen a sign that said, um, not a sign. I seen a post that said Ukraine was like taking down their signs to confuse the Russians and on like the um the electronic like signs, they was putting like F U and just like making it to where it was like super confusing for them to know how to get around. Like not them like, using the signs to know where they're going. What the Modern day warfare, child. I tell uh, they probably got ways on there. Make the next one. Right. Was, I'm like, pull it up on your phone, man. Where going? I would hope that if you coming in there doing all of that, you don't need no sign, but right. No, they need it. You should be well mapped out on the way you going before y'all even got there. They said you're undisciplined. All right, Money and well. resources. Money and resources. People chasing power. All right, then. Much prayers to the people of Ukraine. Uh, what we have in social media yes. land today? So speaking of Russia and Ukraine, um, there was actually a video that went viral of the Ukrainians kind of block, not kind of, actually blocking black people and African people from um, getting on trains and buses seeking safety. And a lot of them were saying like some some of them are students and they're actually like either if they get on the trains or the buses kicking them off or just blocking their access to get through the doors, which is kind of creepy. And I said, you know, it's crazy how um, it really doesn't matter where you live or what country you live in. If you black, you feel I mean, as long as you black, you you know, you still a victim because these country like these people. I don't know. I guess black people are threat to everybody, apparently, no matter what country you in, pretty much. I mean, when you're the original people, yes. <laughs> it, but but they are finding time to be racist when people are running for their lives. Yep. Like, think about that. Like, let yep. it sink in that regardless, like ABC, AB said, <laughs> where ABC. you are. <laughs> like, they really don't like black people. Nope. And they want to say first rate like people on the media are getting out of hand they're talking about like this is a civilized place and like this is not iraq or afghanistan like come on like just because these people aren't black and brown they aren't worth like it is just so crazy to kind of see what's happening and it's sad to see that black people are still considered second rate regardless of where they are in the world. And people try to say it's only a U.S. thing, like racism is only this big U.S. thing. But, like, you black regardless of where you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm glad people are sharing resources to people who are on the ground telling them what to do, where their um, ambassador or consulates or whatever they need to get across the border because they they just don't care like we can we see you like y'all won't help but y'all not helping the black people among you we see you you want us to pray for you but women and children mean white women and white children yep that's all it means we see you and on a <clears throat> on a lighter note guys Miss Kiki Wyatt has announced that she is having her 11th child. Ooh. It's another thing. When you're a celebrity, it really doesn't matter how many kids you have because you have the money, apparently. Baby, her, womb, her womb probably like, ooh, Jesus, give us a break. <laughs> child, don't baby. 
popping out at this point. Oh, sliding right on that. This shit gonna have to go nine months at this point. Yeah, they probably baked it. <laughs> this kind of is like what we said about Nick Cannon when you think about it. You she's spraying herself thin, and she also has children with other men, not just her current husband. So, I mean, how much quality time can you offer to these kids? Now, granted, her kids are different ages, so it's even more complicated, I feel like, than Nick I'm, Cannon. As a mother, I feel like that's difficult. Now, granted, I don't know, but I feel like I applaud my mother for having it. You know, it's four of us, and each of us are completely different, and the interaction with each of us is completely different. So, like, for her to be able to balance four different personalities to interact and nurture... Four. To Levin has to be like oh. him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, to do eleven has to be like, like you ain't nothing but a mama. Like that's all you got time to be is a mommy. She she the breadwinner. Like let me tell. Like both of my parents are one of ten. Like and that's only like once removed from me. Right. I'm I'm a child of a parent that's one of ten, and I think they like. The older kids take care of the younger kids. The families are working. It it like brings you closer together as siblings. I also think that it's slightly different. Kiki has been married, if I'm not mistaken, to all of these men that she started these families with. So I it's not so. like she just going out here having these one night stands or three month relationships and popping out a baby. Like, in those moments, she's married, she's committed to her relationship, and she's expanding her family. So I think it's, it's, it's similar to Nick in that she, the amount of kids and, and really having to vote to devote that time. But in general, I think she just, she wants to keep expanding her family. It's hard when you start, when you marry someone who doesn't have kids and then the other person still wants kids. Why not? So she still ain't with that man that was that she was with on R and B Divas. Was she? They no, they divorced. She been married oh. to this new person. Now, mind you, the baby with that man, I think, is like two. Because <laughs> the man for R and B Divas, he, he he was a preacher or something, right? He was a pastor, and the one that she was with then. So she, I didn't know she got divorced. She married and got and remarried. I did not and know this. They they kind of look like the same man. <laughs> Stuff like making good, you know. She was married to that preacher. She said it was gonna work out. <laughs> it went for her. It went for yeah, her. I didn't know she had remarried. That is news to me. Y'all, I learned something new today. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I don't know if y'all watched the All Star Game, but there is a video that circulated around the internet of the goat Michael Jordan getting a little too close to Mary J. So in this video, they're giving each other a hug. It kind of got a little intimate when he. He hugged her and gave her two pats. And it was like he kind of slid down to her butt. So everybody was kind of like, whoa. And I seen like Twitter was giving him a hard time. And they talking about he was off, he was off that hand. I don't know what he was off, but he either him and Mary J are very, very close, or he was off that hand. If I was him too, I probably would have rubbed my hand on that ass too. That thing was looking nice. Okay. Juanita must think. Ain't his white name Juanita? She must have got no ass. They divorced. 
Yeah, he has a whole new woman. Yeah. And a whole new family. He started over. I didn't think he touched her butt. Like I he saw did. So I'm like you the first couple times. I was like, what? Okay, Michael Huggins, Mary, and then whatever. And then people pointed it out. But I was like, shit, I would have did the same thing. Mary was looking good. <laughs> well, obviously Mary liked it because she didn't lose his hand. Oh, come on. <laughs> Nikki with a word. And not only did he do it once, he did it twice. I need to watch it again because like, he did like this. No, because Michael, Michael got long hands. So he mm-hmm. used the palm and balls. He was in the arch. Yeah, he yeah. was in the arch of her back. Right. You know. Never mind, I was gonna go somewhere else. But he was in the arch of her back, and his fingers just long, and it just. No, right. I thought but, his hand was like in her, like at the top of her waist. Right. But it seemed like he went further down with he the did. second one. I just well, watched the video. He pet her. He pet her. He pet her ass twice. He saw yeah. opportunity. He said, "Mary, Mary, he Mary, had made no statement about it." Exactly. We ain't got no song about it. I thought we all good. Okay. Right. Like, we ain't got no song yet. Michael said, touched my butt at the all-star game. <laughs> you was drunk off that hen again. Yeah. Mary, now if you you not going off that hen. Mary, did you know? Look. Okay, that's what that was. Monet said, you got to get it how you get it. And that's what Monet said. <laughs> can, can, can we talk about her at the, at the Super Bowl? Why she follow out at the Mary J. Monet. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even like. I seen the the meme, but I don't recall her falling. She said, "Wait a minute." <laughs> she felt like she I know, was at I church she, and she, she got she, prayed she, for, and the usher was coming with the sheet. <laughs> she was tired. Okay. She it was a long day, long <laughs> practice. My grandma said, "Oh, her shorts eating her booty. I mean, her booty <laughs> eating them shorts. <laughs> her booty oh, was eating them. Her booty was eating them shorts, baby." Man, let me say something. Thank God. the Super Bowl lies. and last week, I don't that think part. I ever really like paid attention to how thick Mary was. <laughs> she is thick. She is thick. No, Mary like, is in good shape. Like, when they show her damn. on vacation in her little bathing suits, I'm like, oh Lord, when I get that old, please let me okay. <laughs> that let a miracle come across. I'm do her dance. Don't do it without me. No, I see what you can do for others. Tell them, A B. I see what you can do for others. <laughs> Mary is a performer of class. You know, she was like. Thank y'all for inviting me. Yeah. Mary like, just became a performer of class. No, no, no. Mary But I'm just saying, nah, bro. Uh-uh. Nah, Oh, nah. boy got out her life. She was turning over a new leaf. Oh, uh-uh. Nigga, you wrong for that. became a performer of class. Anyway. Moving along. We're going to move right along. I told y'all like this Mary anyway. I like the crackhead Mary, but go ahead. So it has been confirmed. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, I knew Nikki was going now. It has been confirmed that the Wendy Williams show is ending after 14 seasons, and um, Sherry Shepard will now 
take that slot. She was, I guess we can call it subbing for Wendy, but now it's officially Sherry Shepard's slot. So it's going to be called Sherry Shepard's show? I don't like that. No, it's going to oh, be called Sherry. I am a fan of Sherry. I was a fan of Sherry before The View. And I think this is well-deserving. She did a good job while standing in for Wendy, but she said she ain't taking over for Wendy. That's what she said. She said she wanted to They are friends. Yeah, they are friends. She did want to keep it classy. So I don't, I don't, I don't really watch the show. So like, what she do? Like, is she as messy as Wendy is, or no? Sherry's no. just entertaining. She's she's a comedian, so she's very entertaining. Dre, what you got for us today? Well, so we since it's the the last week of Black History Month, so we we couldn't let the month go without at least doing our own episode to Black History Month. And I know I'm using the term Black History. But there has been a trend lately moving towards a Black Future Month. What are your What are your thoughts on Black History versus Black Future Month? Why can't we just celebrate both? Like I don't understand why we gotta have either or. I think it's, I blame Gen Z. It, I, I feel like it's important for us to know our history. It's not taught in schools. Ha- some parents then, don't know it, right? Like, we are all continuing to learn and grow. And I think it's an opportunity to celebrate those who have come before us and those doing great things now. I don't agree. think we have to pick, like. I really agree because I feel like even growing up, I feel like Black History Month, so to speak, was taught about those who come before us, but also recognizing like people now, like I remember being in school, learning about people in the past, but Condoleezza was Secretary of State, and we was like, oh, look at Condoleezza, like, up here shining, you know? Okay, I know you made that face, but still, nonetheless, she's still part of Black History. You know? (laughs) The wrong side of it, but she's still part of it. (laughs) She's still representation. She's still a a Black face. You know, Colin Powell, like, you know, that's a better example. Colin Powell, Black History, you know, but I don't understand. We say Black Future Month, but Black Future Month would be nowhere without Black history. And I, so, like, you must teach the foundation of it. I feel like Black history is always much more evolution. The older I get, the more I learn about Black history. Like, I feel like, of course, you get, like, the, the much foundation growing up. Like, I grew up Southern. I grew up in church. So you get the basics of it. You know, you get the MLKs. You get the uh, Malcolms, you get the Rosas, you get the Harriet Tubman's, you get the uh, um, Mary Cloud Bethune. You know, you get all of these people. But then, like, it then (laughs) grows as you get older. Like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know much about, like, the Tulsa Massacre until, um, uh, as I got older, what's the show that just came out? That's what really got me into it. Watchmen. The Watchmen, yeah. so that's when I started like researching that for myself, understanding like Black Wall Street. Then you realize like Central Park is built on top of a, a prominent Black community that was in New York. You know, it's it's different things that as you get older, Black history does fund, fund our Black future because we realize where we've come from. And I feel like identity from where we are as Black people now is important to us because it's purposely like erased from us. Our history is purposely, constantly trying to be washed away from us. And I feel like without the history, we don't have the future. And so that's just me. I agree with Dee. I feel like we can ce- we should be able to celebrate both without it being like a big argument back and forth. I think like this super woke Black person that we have now is all is 
like really trying to push the we don't need to drown in in this type of America uh, black history. We need to focus on where we're at and what we're doing, and we need to focus on uh, building wealth and la 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 la. It's like if we don't know where we've been, we don't know where we're going. And like Akeem said, I also feel like there are a lot of things that I'm learning now. For some reason, they accidentally forgot to tell us about all the um, the and, wealthy and, and black no accidentally. No accidentally. <laughs> well, to th- let let them tell it. Oh, they I... either they know or they accidentally forgot. Nobody told us about it. Black Wall Street. Nobody. I just I recently just learned that um, there was a wealthy community in Iowa where Iowa is one of the states that's majority white and always has been majority white. There was a wealthy community in Iowa full of lawyers and doctors and business people. Um, And it was a thriving black community. And it was because of, I forgot what it was, but whatever the business was that was pushing all the money kind of dwindled out and then everybody kind of dispersed. And that's how the community kind of dissolved basically of wealthy black people. But I recently just learned that those are the type of things they are not teaching us in school. They didn't want to teach us in school. They only wanted to teach us about slavery. And even that was watered down. And I, and I think that, and, and we see it now where all these state legislations are passing all of these laws about keeping um, basically critical teach, race theory. Yeah. Not teaching critical race theory. And then I saw it even further last week with Georgia. Georgia has this thing now where they're trying to push where the teachers have to post everything they're teaching online and the parents can opt out if they don't want their child to learn this. So you can literally say, I don't want my child to learn about slavery. I don't want my child to learn black history. I don't want my child. I don't know if you, I don't know the, the parameters around it. But you opt out for your child to be ignorant. Okay. I mean, can we but, opt but, out of time cables too? But I, I think, so. I don't know the parameters around it, but I know that they're being able to opt out. And I think if we have ignorant parents, and I'm sorry to say that, if we have ignorant parents, we're going to yield ignorant kids because I don't want my child to learn this. So now I have ignorance. And that's why social media and TikTok and all of these things are teaching our kids things that they should be learning in school. But it's so whitewashed. Like, I've, it's, it's amazing what technology and TikTok and social media does for black history these days. And I was checked earlier because I don't like slavery movies. But I, but but in my defense, I I know what slavery was. And so someone checked me earlier and it was like, but you got to think about all the other people, all the other people in our generation specifically that don't know certain things about slavery and Jim Crow and all of these things. And so that's why we have to keep pushing these kind of movies, because I don't want to see Emmett Till's uh, Mothers of the Movement. I don't want to see that. But I I, 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 I was really going to tell you that, A.B. I'm sorry. I know you said why I said and I was I I came here to watch it today and then I turned it on. I was like. Oh, this is the image to sort out. Say, oh, I can't go to that place. Today. It's I, not that. It's not that bad. So there are so many episodes, and you can skip like at least two episodes and and miss that part. But it's not. It's honestly not that bad. Like the story, even after his death, like how his mom fought. Even that part alone is just really, really good. I I, I think I don't I don't want to see it, but I do realize that it is needed. I I, I think I. I, I can't say I recognize, but I can understand the pain of slavery and I don't and all of the, the things and all the injustices. And I don't I don't prefer to see us shown in that light. I prefer to, us to see us shown in a different light. And I think they keep making movie after movie after movie on 
slave. It's like slavery and injustice. Like, why can't we be superheroes? And you know, I mean, we have Black Panther, but we got Django too. Don't don't forget Django. We need new stories. I'm sorry, Dre. I I feel you. Like, I don't like slave movies. It's not something I watch. It's not a genre I want to see. And I actually don't understand why we keep making them and most of them are done by white people and they're not for us so i don't necessarily see it now every now and then there's one that's done well to the point that it's a story told by us alex haley is a good example roots and you're thinking about telling of a history and you're thinking about a journey but like i don't want to constantly have to hear the story and see see the people and I think there are stories that can be told about people from those times that don't have to constantly be about someone's journey to freedom right like they, how do we tell stories and then they want to make them into horror movies so they want to incorporate the horror element into it because you had antebellum and then you got this new one with Kiki Palmer coming out and I'm just like at what point? No. Why do we have to play slaves to to win awards? Because I, I feel I, like those would be the award winning performances, or hoes, or drug dealers, or you know, we have to play these these characters. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't more, think Holly like, Berry was a hoe, but I did think it was kind of demeaning <laughs> for the role that she played right. and she got the award. In. Yeah. So I I feel you. I, I, those movies are what gets their attention, and by their I mean. Um, white people. So I got a question. Who came up with Black Future? Mark. <laughs> what the Kanye? It was oh, no, no, just I it on the internet. I don't know. Shit. Y'all just said, I didn't know that nigga came up with it. Oh, Kanye came up with this shit. Man, I know, see, I know he was highlighted this year as Kanye, with Kanye behind it. So. Okay, yeah, I'm getting sick of Kanye. So anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, we're not going to even give him any more. Um, how can you say um, reverence or spotlight? Y'all going to watch his Netflix show? So no. that, I will say, is really good. Is really it? good. Yes. And I like it. Let me tell you, I like it because it shows a lot of his mom in it, in their relationship. Oh. And when I saw that, it, a lot of footage of his mom. When I saw that, I was like cringing because I wanted his mom for him right now. Oh. Right? I want his mom for him right now. The I way think that's they, when he really snapped. The, when when his mom... Yeah, yeah, once his mom passed, like, mm-hmm. he really went left. I think what A.B. is saying, he, he, he she was there to guide him. Like, I, I, I like... I think his mom, if his mom was here, it, all of this would play out a little bit different. Their relationship, very, very strong. And also, um... Kanye been arrogant since he was a little kid. Mm. Mm. His mental health might have in, like intensified it a bit, but some of his personality been there since he was a child. But it's also that that part about people being creative and 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 having to deal with their mental health and trying to balance how they express themselves. And not saying that all creatives have mental illness or health disorders, but I think it's challenging to be able to funnel your thoughts and your ideas. And I do agree with AB, like, without even seeing it, I know for a fact, like, his mom 
was such a big part of who he is and who he was that to not have her and not have that guidance from a strong personality as well because she to deal with him she had to have her own she had to have a backbone she had to be strong she was intelligent right it wasn't like they were so i i just think it's hard to kind of see him go through some of this stuff and you want to root for people but he just Mm -hmm. makes it so hard and, and that even goes that even ties back to black history because uh, you know how how do we compare being black to what we've seen black in history to being black now i mean you have the discrepancies with mental health you have the discrepancies uh in workplaces even though you know it's supposed to be against the law like what how do you compare the two when I was younger, I would like to say there was such a difference. I think the only difference right now is I don't see people being shot with water hoses every day and, and ran chased down the street with dogs, so to speak. But you still have the incidents where people being shot by police or uh, you have people being shot and then the, the justice system not being quite fair to black people. Um so it's the same. The 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 weapons just changed. The the means. That's what I was gonna say. It's guns instead of water hoses now. now. The mechanics has changed. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the body style of the vehicle has changed, so to speak. So you know, it ain't it ain't nineteen eighty seven Mustang. It's like twenty two all electric Mustang, and we're not gonna get you on the brain. We're just gonna catch you in court and make you feel sad about yourself. You know what I mean? But how do we? How do you navigate those? How do you navigate through that? Being a black man in America, how do you navigate? Black gay man in America. I mean, yeah. It is for me, it's a very delicate uh balance and walk. Um it's very much so I raise my hand and pick my head up only when necessary, so to speak. So like I'm not I'm not as vocal or as assertive or as as I would like to be, because I know if I showed my full personality, I would be perceived as aggressive. I would be see- received as um, uh, tyrannical. I would be see- perceived as someone trying to take over stuff, which I have been called before when I've actually shown my full personality by other Black people. So, like, it's very interesting to me. So when I am around white spaces, I do tend to sometimes diminish myself just so that I can make maneuvers and move like I would like to. So let me interrupt a king right there. So in the Emmett Till, uh, like documentary, I guess, or movie, whatever you want to call it. Before he went down South, his mother told him when he passed white women and white people that he needed to keep his head down. And you just mentioned something similar to that. He needs to keep his head down and not look anybody in the eyes as he's passing these people. And even when they were searching for him, his mom brought it back up. I already told him how to react when he's around white people. So it's very interesting with the opening question that Dre gave us, you still feel the same way that now that people felt back then they have to behave a certain way around white people and and i don't know if it's like a a a learned thing like like ab was describing or or fear of what what they may perceive us to be like like because when black people do well white people tend to think that it's like a uh anomaly like 
<laughs> like that's not supposed to happen. Like right. something broke the DNA code. And I, I think we, I, I, I just think we should show our, our black boy magic, black girl magic in, in whatever space we are in, because in the end, we are only hurting ourselves. And I, and because because we're holding back, I think the difference for me is um, back in the day we were taught what the white man perceived as black history, and like AB said, you know they forgot quotations <laughs> or and left out whatever, um, and didn't want us to know that we really something like we we the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all came and got us. We weren't looking for y'all. <laughs> y'all came and y'all got us from Africa and brought us over here to work and, and, and pick your cottons and all them other people. Well, not, uh, not me, but my peoples or whatever. But, and even like with now, you have all these woke people that want to take because it. The, and the woke people going to tell you they ain't from Africa. Yeah, and but they try to make it, they try to use it for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like make it work for them or whatever. So when um when Akeem said, you know, you know, I, I diminish myself, like I lower myself so in certain places or whatever, don't do that to yourself. Like, shit, we built this shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if all black people get out of this crab in the bucket mentality and stop wanting to tear each other down because it's enough for everybody to eat out here in this world. You know what I'm saying? And lift each other up. So I'm come here, Malcolm B. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying because it's it, but I, I see this meme every year and it's it's uh, um it's black black men they're in a circle and it's a chessboard on top of them. And it's white men, they're on the chessboard. And the the um, caption says, if we could only realize how strong we are, that we are, and just stand up mm. for each other, we will go, we will be far in life. Like, it, it's, just, it's, it's just sad to see what they depict Black people to be but i also think like if we consider like workplaces a lot of us think there's only room for one of us like it's only a room for one token black person and so then we right. end up competing against each other and putting each other down so that's why the crab in the bucket mentality continues because surely they don't want two heads of you know finance that that, that look like us you know yeah. or two black supervisors or two black managers they can only be one we yes. got a quota I here. A, a us thing. I think it's a them thing. They don't want more than one person in the room. And but then, but then if we start getting that competing. mentality also. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like you said, the they don't want us. You know, a lot of us in the room or whatever. But then, when a lot of us start getting that mentality of. You know, oh dang, another black person. Oh nah, bro, he, that, you can't take my spot. I was the only black person here. But see, you know that's what I'm the want from you because if you look back historically, a lot of ancient black cultures and just black culture. Period. We're probably one of the few people who understand community in the sense of like to get. It's like we identify as just black people across the board, across the diaspora. 
where we're not trying to single it out. So we understand community as a whole. But if they break down that mindset of what community is for us and make us compete against one another, then they take away a, a certain power that a lot of other ethnicities do not have with each other. So I, I don't think they are making us compete. I think the problem is that we don't, we lack that community. Growing up, I felt community. Now I don't. Like, it's, I don't it's feel like, like there's a, yeah, I don't feel like there's a kindred spirit. I don't feel like I have people who are going to have my back or who are going to support me. Like, growing up, I felt community. I felt like I could go next door. I could go up the street and people knew you. They loved you. They cared for you. They wanted to see you succeed. I think we have gotten away as Black people from community because we have, and and I don't think it has to do with competition. I think it has to do with a lack of understanding our own identity and who and what we want to be. And our goals aren't collective. We don't have a united front because we don't have united leaders or we don't have people that we can strive to be. And there's no clear path on how we get there. I was talking about this at work. Like the reason why the challenge and, and this can go to women, it can go to black people, it can go to all people of color. For people to be successful, you have to understand the system that is that is the culture that is the majority within the work culture, meaning male, white male energy. You have to understand it because you have to be able to plot your course and take some of that with you for you to be successful. To break the mold means you have to be brave enough to be different. And it's hard to be different at work when you're climbing a ladder that is white no. and masculine. Painted white. I got a couple of things to say. So I think in the workplace, it does force black people to be competitive because they only going to want let one nigga mm-hmm. in a supervisory <laughs> position. Not you saying nigga today. <laughs> she can't because that's what they can. That's what that's what we are to them. So they only going to let one in a supervisory position. And we know that. So being that they know, being that we know that it forces us to almost compete with each other. And they like the fact that we're competing with each other. This is a show for them, but they know they only going to let one of us in now because they need to meet their quota of having one black person or the larger the company, maybe two black people, but they're forcing us to compete and they're watching us as we compete for these positions. So I do think in that sense, we compete within the community. I think we don't have that tribal feel anymore because of the times that we live in. Things have changed so much. And I think as far as trust and as far as safety and with just just the 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 timing that we live in, things have changed a lot. I will say I have my tribe, but my tribe consists of my close friends and maybe not my neighbors or maybe not nobody down the street. But I still Mm -hmm. have my tribe of people that I would trust with my child. Right. And I I think the unity piece that Dee was talking about, I think I saw it most recently in. So, uh, in, in Big Brother uh, with the cookout, they understood <laughs> like not, <laughs> but but I, I know it's, it's I know it's as silly as a game, but they they made history by what they did. They understood the white man's path to victory. They uh, they incorporated 
these things in their tactics to take down every other person that was not a person of color in that house. So that, and then that's when, once they got it down to the six of them, that's when they decided, Hey, we're going to compete now because now we've, we've made our, we, we made our, our point. No, like our personal color is going to win this show for the first time in history. Yeah. See, see, <clears throat> I've been in a situation where there were three black, including myself, there were three black women and we were all in supervisory positions. I would do anything for them. If, if you need me to stay late to help you get something done so that you can present it tomorrow, you don't have to tell them I helped you or anything. I don't want any credit. I want to see you succeed. So I just haven't seen it for myself in the workplace. And I think the problem is that the the door getting in the door is what the what the challenge is being able to interview and challenge people to be diverse in their interview and their selection if as a hiring manager if you bring me a pool of candidates and not one of them is a person of color i'm gonna make you go back go back and i'm gonna say i need a more diverse pool of applicants when you get that you can come back to me and then i'll take a look at them like we have to start being accountable for opening the door for others so that we can get them on a path to be successful. And so I think it's very much so now that you're here, what are you doing to help the others around you and help your community succeed? But what do you say to those who's holding that burden, though? So now you are that representation. And so now you holding that burden of what are you doing to help others super to succeed so are you responsible for helping others to succeed or are you responsible for your own career path you you're responsible for both so like for me as a manager and one of the only two black managers where i work i make sure that people who report to me and then also people who may be not reporting me but assist me get the extra time they need i do my job by shining on my own but if you assist me with a project, I'm going to make sure whoever is above me knows so-and-so helped me out on this. And they did an excellent job. And these are the things that we've done together. Uh, I just recently left one uh, my previous position. And um, one of my uh, employees asked me, you know, hey, can you write my recommendation letter to this? I, I said, yeah, let's write this. And then I got called and said, hey, we want to interview her for a job. Like, we want to hire her. What do you think? I said, absolutely. So, yes, it took but- away from my elevated herself i think our community say we put we put them on are we responsible for putting other people on once we make it when you do right i don't think you're responsible but i think if someone asks you like in akeem's case i don't as a supervisor that's your job anyway like they're going to ask for references. You can choose to say no, but that's who you have to get a reference from a supervisor. So it's your choice at the end of the day. Do I think you a horrible person if you don't? No. But will it kill you if you write a reference letter for another person of color? No. I've had a black, I've had a black person slight me because she wanted to keep me under her employment and not see me. That's, that's a terrible manager. That, that uh, is uh, a horrible uh, manager. Uh, <laughs> so we've used the, the term person of color throughout this episode but we are well aware that there is racism among people of color so have you ever experienced that and how do you navigate that like a hierarchy mm. 
Because <laughs> like, I, I will say that when it comes to people of color, I definitely feel like there's a hierarchy, especially in the workplace. I definitely think people that identify as Asian um, are a little bit higher on the hierarchy, differently on the hierarchy, and they treat other people of color differently on the um differently as well. So I will definitely say like a person who is of Asian descent probably gets more respect than a black person in the work environment. That goes back to colonialism, though. I also think that I've seen it where if I look around me on a panel of Black people within an organization, I feel like those who are successful are those who have European features Mm -hmm. or those who consistently, like, at my job for a long time, I would never wear my hair natural. I would always wear my hair straightened and I would come you know, to work and fit into this. And and I love my hair in all its state, but like at work, either it was up in a ponytail. And part of that was like military. You got your hair off your collar. You, mm. <laughs> you, you come in, you're clean. Um, but some of it was definitely, I don't want to draw attention to myself. And it's not that I want to look like them. I just don't want to have to, deal with I don't want you to touch my hair I don't want you to ask me a lot of questions about it so I do what I need to do so I don't have to deal with you and recently I had braids I'm a supervisor and a predominantly white organization I walked in with braids and the white people just thought it was I like like they said it was the questions and want to touch it I'm just like, <laughs> like so not <laughs> Like I see why black women don't want nobody touching their hair because that is like the most offensive thing that you can do. Like at the times, like that is so offensive. Like, and then like the questions. Like I know they were coming from a place of, it it was it was coming from an inquisitive place. Yeah, but it made me feel so like. Like why am I have? Because I don't ask you why you why your hair coming here. Why you coming here with your hair wet every morning? Like that's not a question that I ask <laughs> you. So, <laughs> so why are you asking why me? Wash your hair every day. <laughs> so you know. I know when I locked my hair, the um they asked me, "Well, why did you do that?" Like because I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you know um I mean it's nice, but why would you do that? The same reason why y'all do it. It's sometimes I like really wonder, like, are you curious or are you trying to be shady? Right. Or like, where's all this coming from? Because I got braids now and they were like, how long did that take? Like, it's it'll always start off with, I love your hair. Are they like, is that your hair? I love your hair. Take? Or one of them, hey, B, you have long hair now. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It was very awkward because it's in the office full of everybody. So it was really weird. I I think it's jealousy. Let me tell you why I think it's jealousy. (laughs) It's because when I was a child, and I went on my first cruise to the Caribbean. When we went to the Caribbean, all the white girls was in line to get their hair braided as soon as they got off the boat. Yes. Them braids, they, they still do it. They them braids and them beads, and they think they're the baddest thing on earth. And they can't get that meat out of safe. And then they do it because they can braid their hair so fast. I think it's pure jealousy. Why do white people get locked and put all their stuff in the hair? I think it is pure fucking jealousy. 
but just compliment people and be done like why can't you just say i like your hair and be done because when they get their hair cut i notice everybody's hair everybody everybody so when they come to work i be like oh you got your hair cut it's cute oh you colored your hair it's cute and i leave it at that i don't be like how much did it cost how many inches did they cut off is that baylage baylage however you say is that it i don't do none of that is that a highlight or a low light no i don't know once have i wondered how long did it take your take to do your hair like that not that's one. Don't care. <laughs> I always have a <laughs> smart comment with them. I guess that's why they don't ask me. Because like one time I dyed my hair and I dyed it um red. And so they was like, oh it's against company policies to dye your hair red. This was when I was working in North Carolina. And they was so I said so you gonna make Becky with the good hair change her hair color too because okay. she had the same hair color as me. And so she was like, oh, well, now nah, what's good for the goose ain't good for the game over here. Um, so if you're going to make me change mine, then she need to change hers too. <laughs> so she said something to the girl or whatever. So the girl was like, okay, I'll go and change it. So I went home and, you know, I asked my beautician. I said, because it was permanent. So I said, oh. well, how can I make it darker? You know? So she said, well, put a rinse on top of it. So I took the day off the next day. <laughs> Which ain't nothing new for you. So like, baby, I been, I, hey, I ain't new to this, baby. I'm true to this. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I took the day off the next day. And when I came back the following day, they was like, oh, that's as dark as you can get it. I said, baby, let me tell you something. Okay. Just because y'all can change y'all hair. Just because y'all can change y'all hair at the width of a beat and everything. I ain't doing that for mine. Cause see, my head finna be laying on the pillow. They gonna be laying on the pillow like Exactly, gonna be laying on the pillow. Not my hair, nah, bro. Uh, uh-uh, no. So this is a dog. You know you do It's gonna be maroon. Yeah, I in the red one day. They better be happy. Exactly, man. Y'all better get all right before we go to the random side note of the week. So, do you all code switch and when and how often do you feel that you do? Every single day. Okay, say that again. I, I thought you said something else. I'm sorry. Nikki probably I, don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she I don't think that's why, that's why, that's why she don't know. Where. I thought you said code. You said code. No, do y'all code switch? Code. Oh. No, you don't do it. We know you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what What is code switch? Please enlighten me. <laughs> do you change oh. the way you speak when you at work? Like you got yeah, your no. work voice? No, nah, bro. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I will say only when I'm on the phone. If a parent calls, I will. But mm-mm. so, outside, external clients, yes. Everybody, my level and below, no. My immediate boss, no. But everybody above her, yes. Are are all those people you don't code switch black? Code, code switch with black? No. That's why I said, if you're below me on the org chart, there's no need for me to code switch with you. Uh, <laughs> dang, so there's a level of respect based off of how much money you make? <laughs> we didn't say how much money we make because there's some people below me on the org chart quiet as kept that make more than me. But you ought to understand this authority. Mm. That's hard. I talk to, to I talk to the principal the same way I talk to everybody else. What, what if you're in the same room with all of them? Oh, 
Oh, okay. I know who next to me, who not. I know. Hi, my name is Akeem. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) From Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) A letter. A letter, that is. A letter. And, and, and little Miss Amaretta, little, little Miss Amaretta, she confirmed that I'm from Atlanta, so I can say Atlanta. Oh my gosh! Let me cry. Right, hilarious. I, so I do, but then like there are certain instances where I feel like you need to you need to hear me. So I'm going to be real raw with you so you can actually hear what I'm saying and understand me. I had a a supervisor who would get on Zoom calls and snap at people. Oh, no, ma'am. Excuse me, sir. Do not snap. He's like, I wasn't snapping at you. I I said, it doesn't matter. He was snapping at the other black female colleague who was on the call. I said, can you give us a moment to respond to you before you start snapping? He also said during Black History Month that, you know, I've had reverse racism happen to me where... There's no such thing. Chop. He said where I have had a Black coach say, you know, I'm going to make you um, carry all the bags. Uh, Good. So you can pay for all. <laughs> so you can pay for everything that the white people have done to the Black people. And I said... I Go said, some cotton white experience, but... You know, I, I think we need to stay focused on what the topic is, right? So there are ways that you get people back in line so that you, so they know that you know you're not having it. Ooh, so every now and then, call you girl. Can, yeah. Every now and then, I have to be like, okay, excuse me, <laughs> and I turn my head and my tone changes, and and. I'm similar to D like when I'm at work I'm usually like code switching but if I say something twice and you didn't get it the third time you're going to get it Dreway and I'm going to be like okay. you can't read like <laughs> so, <laughs> they, they, know, they know when I say uh, you know I don't code switch Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. I don't do any of that. Um, I talk the way that I talk. But when I get some straightening, they know when I say the fuck. <laughs> oh, you And I, I, I do the I fuck, do and, and I get them that look, like that side. I look. Oh, they already know it. They be like, it's sneaky. It's okay. Nah, bro. So this is what we finna get ready to do. Okay. Gotta let people know that. I choose my personality, but I don't. I I code switch because yeah. this is the thing. If I give them this AB, then it's gonna be an issue because we can't, right we can't be our authentic selves. They are allowed to be their authentic selves right. and curse at work all day. Yep. But if we're all, our authentic selves, it's a problem. And now we need to be called in the office to have a chit chat. So that's a, a whole nother issue within the workplace, a whole nother issue. I mean, I've worked with people who curse like sailors that have yes. breakdowns and flip out on people in the office. But if I were to do that, in my in in my AB fashion, I, they would want to fire me. They would write me up. Well, because they, they would see you as the angry black person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who stereotypes. And that's why people, it's sad that you have to, but I feel like 
in certain cultures, depending on what the culture of the environment is, you have to, though you won't be successful. Exactly. This is very true. You'll be held back. But even with me code switching, they think that I'm very like no nonsense. And I'm like, Y'all you are very no nonsense. You are very. They'll be like, um, the people messed up my order. Can you call and talk to them for me? And I'm like, what y'all think? What y'all think? I oh, and then they're like, but you handle it I, so nicely. I, I just I don't want confrontation. I saw you get somebody together before, and I felt bad for the girl. I was like, oh, Lord, why did you do but this? But I'm also very, very nice for no you, reason. You were nice, but you read her fulfilled, like, mm. in a very nice way. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that, and you you have to. You can't let people just go about their business. They'll keep making the same mistakes. Yeah, you know, sometimes you got sometimes you got to give them a little flash of the per- like just a little flash. Like my current role, someone was complaining. It was like, oh, I just feel like he's just a pushover. Blah blah blah. They said, oh no, let him get his feet wet real quick. You are gonna see it real quick. <laughs> One day I showed up to a meeting and something happened. I was like, so let me tell you what we about to do. And they told me, oh, I I cut worse than written communication because that's when I'm just Ooh, like that's nah, that's written, me. I, 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 I will cut you up. I will just cut you written up. Communication is. I this thrive. is unacceptable. <laughs> that's how that's how uh-uh. the emails start. I'll be like, in a whoa. It's like creative writing for us. Yeah, it's know. like, now me, I go knock on those. I, I was like, they were like, like that too. They were like, quick question. And they go, I said, well, what was the question? <laughs> like, they, you they, read the email before uh-uh. you respond. I don't do the emails. No, this me at my desk. Exactly. I tell them. After all them emails, I said, does anybody have her extension? Because I'm just going to call her. I can't do the emails. I'm going to call you. I can't do the emails. No. Mm-mm. We had, had a- somebody email me. I called them and explained it. Had a great conversation. She emailed me the same thing two weeks later. I said, so I understand that you need further clarification from my phone call from a week ago. <laughs> oh, mm-mm. I can't do it. She, could, she couldn't even respond to the email. She had to call me. She said, I'm so sorry. I said that. I said, I'm glad you know. No, our director, she has sent out an email talking about some, well, we're changing the hours and we're going to implement breaks. I don't take breaks, okay? Give me a straight eight hours. Let me you go You got to take a break. I bet you got to take a break by law. That's, that's, that's yeah. legal. That's legal. Uh-uh. Anyway, uh, uh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> anyway, move right along. Um, uh, I'm not doing that. So when she sent the email out, and like everybody was responding to, nah, bro. So I picked up the phone. Hey, I need somebody to come in the classroom. I need to go talk to the director. She came in the classroom. I went and knocked on the door. Hello. Um, so about this change of hours, that's not going to work for me. So you checking her about, about telling you to follow the law? I've been working here for five years. Well, six years. I've been working here for six years and I have never took a break and I have stuff to do when I get off of work. So how is this going to work out? Don't oh, it only well, have to be 15 minutes though? I don't care. You're supposed to have you after, after, going to jail for you? after consecutive six hours, you're supposed to take at least a 30 minute break. Oh, well, I, I, I do. I do. When the, kid, when the kids go to sleep, that's my break. So How that's what your time sheet They sleep for two hours. But do you clock that on your time sheet? No, I do not. We don't two clock hours. These newborns, right? Three year olds. Wait, two hours? Well, that's well, a long time. Well, no, it ain't a long time. Shit. 
after dealing with them for since seven something in the morning. All right, we finna go on to the other side of the week. Because Nikki tried to get her job to break the law for her, and we're gonna oh, move yeah, on. Get the people right up and fine. But okay. we, was with, we was with you until you started really breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, I, hey. You ain't getting no workers' comp, so you get hurt. <laughs> nigga, like, nigga, be like, Nikki didn't want to take breaks. Break. <laughs> I get my break when the kids go to sleep. When they go to sleep, then that's when I, I chill. That's your planning time. Look, oh, I ain't got a plan. I'm the assistant. <laughs> I'm the assistant. Up, I ain't got a plan. Nothing. That's what the teacher is for. Quinta, please listen to this podcast. Nikki need to be one of the pair pros on Abbott Elementary. Okay. <laughs> I got. You. I gotta get into that again. Speaking of, sorry y'all. All right, random side note of the week. Oh, I gotta take a deep breath. This long. <laughs> I know, man. When I saw that Seymour, I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't okay. even read it all. Go ahead, D. Sorry. Okay, dear Rando again. I am currently talking to someone who just got out of a long-term relationship. He made it clear at the beginning that he was only looking for friendships right now, but he's not opposed to a relationship down the line. However. At times, he gives me F-boy vibes. He rarely makes plans for us. Fuck boy vibes. (laughs) He rarely makes plans for us to spend time together. But when I check his Instagram stories, he's always at at some location. Avin Avin Ailey? Recital at the Fox. Hold on, baby. It's Black History Month. Get that right. Alvin Ailey. Didn't I say that? You were struggling with it. I'm just saying. The Black History Month. Okay. Do you want to read? <laughs> okay. No, I keep on. Recital, Fox Theater, and the Hawks game, seemingly alone. During the times we did hang out, there was always alcohol involved, and he knows I can't handle my liquor. We rarely talk on the phone because he said he doesn't like to talk on the phone and he doesn't have my number saved in his phone. His excuse was that he does not save anyone's number in his phone. I really like him. Do y'all do you do y'all think he is an F boy? Should I continue my pursuit of him? Nico from Atlanta. Fuck boy. Hakeem, since you had so much to say, you want to go. <laughs> the teacher calling your eye. Wait. She said, do you want to read it? <laughs> That's what the fuck I said. <laughs> oh, my side hurt. My side hurt. <laughs> she said, you want to read it? <laughs> you had the head caught to the side too, did you? You want to read that? <laughs> she was like, yes, <laughs> No, um, but no, um, Nika, um, I'm going to be very honest with you. This man that told you up front, he just want to be friends. So the fact that you open his Instagram, looking to see where he at, uh, he's already not, he's already not committed to you. Um, So that means you need to go find other things to do. If you are looking for a long-term partner and a relationship, because he's not offering that he's told you that he's not offering that. So you need to not try to go seek that from someone who is not offering it and just move on with your life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I, I I agree with that, Akeem. I, I think that, you know, you have to 
think about what he's saying. You have to listen, be a good listener. AB, what do you think? So neat. I'm going to refer back to sentence number two. He made it clear at the beginning that he hold on, wait, hold on, wait, 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 right wait, Abby, wait, Abby, wait. My girl came out the gate. So neat. Right. Check this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no cold switches Ain't no, day. no, not at all. <laughs> what sentence to say? So I say that you give him the energy he's giving you since you like him and keep him as a friend and find you another man who wants the same exact things as you. And that's going to be hard, but you need to put your feelings for him to the side because he's not making you a priority. He's making you an option. Therefore, you do the same. Find you somebody else that that is moving in your, your lane and keep him as a friend and tell him right now y'all can be friends. Okay. Bye. Go, go oh. ahead, me. <laughs> no, go ahead. You so eager. Oh. Ah. You know, he always got to play the other side and tell us okay. something completely opposite from us. No, so actually, actually, <laughs> actually, I agree with you all, but I do think that he, I, I, I know a little bit more about this situation. So, I, however, I, I, I don't, I, I'm stuck on the, the seemingly alone part at these at these places. Why does it matter, girlfriend or wife? I, that's what I, I always said. I always I said that he has a girl, a boyfriend, a oh, boyfriend, a husband. So I feel like that's the invitation to a rehearsal. So you know, what's the invitation? What makes her think that he be by himself? You said I didn't say I'm an alien. Because because she said she said because the angles that he shot, the angles that he shot, um, would show me that he was by himself. I said, girl. I could I could have got up and went to the bathroom. I could have been there. <laughs> so let me tell y'all this. Remember, remember how they used to be like, oh, women so good at posting all these pictures and don't never put the man in and they want to put his hand and the this and the that. This Valentine's Day, I've seen five thousand men post on Valentine's Day dates and and trips and things. No woman nowhere <laughs> in sight. But they're all on vacation. They're all on a fancy dinner. Men have gotten even better at this than women have. So they took I, take that knee. I, I, I just don't think he was at the Fox uh, Fox Theater by himself. And, I mean, he could. I'm not saying that it's not possible. I'm it's not saying that. Won. And I don't think he was at the Hawks game by himself. I think you were on dates. And I think he said what he said at the beginning. He ain't looking for you. He ain't looking for no friends, but I don't think he ever ended that relationship. I think he's still in that relationship. And <laughs> I was going to say, Hawks game, baby, with friends. Alvin Ailey, definitely a date. Or he's dating. They're not exclusive. So he could be dating other women, which is fine. But she needs to know, go date you some other men too, honey. Right. Why is why are you so concerned with what he is? He's not yours. Especially, especially if the dick good or whatever it is, he done made it clear up front that he's not looking for a relationship. So if you stand up there wanna put all your time and wasted energy in checking his Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all these other social media outlets, then that's your problem. Because he got other people on his team. Sister Nika, you need to have other people on your team. And don't get mad because your phone number ain't saved in this phone. Hell, I got a lot of niggas' phone numbers mm. ain't saved in my Come phone. On. It's just like church. You got to be, you got to have yourself right to get saved up in here. You know what I mean? I will 
asking you in a heartbeat. And I will say, hey, who is this? I might even text back. If there's no mess, I will close your mouth for King. I will. Who is this? And I might even text back. If there's no text thread or if it's been from a while ago, hey, you know what I'm saying? When you talk to a while, like, can you refresh my memory? Or whatever the case may be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just but, go, he ain't a fuck boy. You know, he just on different shit. You know what I mean? But even date people, I don't even say you. I don't say like you got to get to a certain point before your number is saved in my phone. Right. So I, I kind of get the whole not saving because you might be a whole letter in my phone. You might not even, know, like you know, it's just a I, whole number, and I go like, who is this? Let me see what we talked about last. Oh, that's who that is. <laughs> but if she slept with him, it's bothering her. That's what it, it is. Doesn't but she, but she knew what but it no, was what from it the beginning. She knew what it was. But her feeling. Her feelings are involved. She got wrapped up, and in her mind, they're exclusive, and they're not. He's dating, which he should be dating, and she should also be dating. What she need to get out of mind? That was that was a miscommunication. He said it, but she heard something else. She she didn't hear what he said. So so I think what AB said is actually right, though. She has slept with him. You said the D was good. Now she in her feelings, and she wants something more. So let me tell you, we already gonna put you on game before. Like Akeem just said, add him to the roster and continue to date. Like you have ample opportunities out there. You can, you know, like Dre and I said, send a text message, see who up at night. I'm about to say, look, to be very honest, B, she need to add him to the roster and put him on the bench. Like this is death, baby. You need to go ahead and find some starters. Yeah, yeah. You just you gotta you gotta take a step back and say, um, is this really what I want? And he's not there yet. So if y'all not on the same page, what's wrong with the friendship? And if you know that you can't handle being friends with someone that you enjoy the sex too much with, you need to cut him loose. Don't add him to the team. Cut him loose. I'll throw him back to the field. So I got a question. I got a question. Um, okay. So it says, like, during the time that they did hang out, that alcohol was involved. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows I can't handle my lip. Room. So, uh, um, he got a draw to sleep with it. Together? Okay, so, mm. okay, but so also, it, mm, mm. she had the choice to drink. You know, right. you can't handle your liquor. There we go. Thank you, AB. You, said, you said it in the correct way because I was going somewhere else. Thank you for cleaning that up. <laughs> You're great. Thank you. And what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is if you can't handle it, you can you got options. You can put them on the scene. You can throw them back to the streets. <laughs> he needs to stay in the streets. I would hit the other woman. Or man. He already, <laughs> a man. He already for the streets. And you need to the other piece is you need to find someone who's on the same page. And you gotta put yourself out there and you gotta keep moving. Like everybody else is doing. Like you you gotta try new things. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results. So put yourself out there safely, right? Because okay. black women are getting killed off apps. So you know, make sure someone knows where you are and you're mm-hmm. You need to share your location with your best friends. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't become like the people on the don't come like the people on the Twindle Swindler. Don't be like them. Don't be giving nobody no money. 
no money. Share your Uber, share your Uber and Lyft pickup, son. Because one morning at six a.m., I was getting them. Dre is messy. Every time I get in the Lyft or Uber, it texts him. So he gonna text me. Where you going? Right. I was like, oh, I don't even text person when they go. I be like, okay, just to make sure that you get up. Make sure you get first of all get out of the Lyft. And then I also check your location to see to make sure that you get out of the lift at the said location that you got out of. She was going to the airport, but I, I had forgotten that. And it was like a lot of lifts in and out of lifts that morning. And I was like, what did you do? <laughs> and I think when I went to, like, I went to another state and got in and then went to another state and got in. And he was like, where are, what are you doing? I'm trying to tell you, always let somebody know. I definitely have been testing, like, before this sharing location happened, I'd be like, Dre. Yup. <laughs> she like she like Dre. I'm such a place, and this is the number. <laughs> no, I don't like when, when I was going to the streets. I too would text my friends. I'm going to this address. Yeah. This is what me and I was in a photo of who I was supposed to be with too. Uh, uh-uh, then I'd be like, and if I don't be out, if I don't call you back by this time, by, right. by tomorrow, you yep. better look for me. No, not by tomorrow. If I don't call you back by ten thirty, you better hold it. Tomorrow by tomorrow. No, but like, we, we got to do random check-ins. You know what I'm saying? Like that 10:30 check-in, and then if I'm good or whatever, I'm then they'll busy. go in. Well, you better unbusy yourself. I, and, I you just, know, just share, share my location all weekend. Just share it all weekend. This I'm out of town. Here my location, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Look, <laughs> don't have me know. nobody bad. Okay. Anyway, you two can submit your random side of the week. <laughs> we're, all in, we're all Instagram. Nigga, send that nigga back to the streets. I'm sorry. Just send him back to the streets. Let him go. I've been trying to tell her to leave him alone, but when he pop up with a whole man like on the Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> you know, the album Ellie was slightly suspect. So, but that's that's not the hint of death. That's slightly. Uh, uh, you took it to me. It could be a good day. Like if someone took me, I think it was a Valentine's day. <gasps> it was on Valentine's Day. Oh, we can. It was in. It was in. Yep, I think it was a Valentine's yeah. day. But who, they ain't even see each other on Valentine's. Never mind. All, all she got was a uh, of, of a meme of a happy Valentine's, not even a personalized. Oh, well, then that just lets oh, you know right there, honey. You that fifteen, you February fifteenth, then he got somebody else, honey. Uh, no, nah, that just lets you know you ain't in the starting lineup, baby. Because I would at least got. That's what I would. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he got somebody else. You got a meme. He got a he got an honorable mention. <laughs> that was an honorable mention when you get a meme. You can't even say happy Valentine's Day. Okay. Baby, <laughs> back to the street. I'm sorry. Let him go. You two can submit your random side note of the week. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RND Side Note. At RND Side Note. We're on all major podcast platforms. Every Tuesday, we drop a new episode that's actually including Facebook Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also listen to us in a web browser at random-sidenote.captivate.fm. <sighs> this has been a great episode. Uh, a little longer than usual, but uh, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> you, you took a deep breath. Deep sigh. 
Yeah, Deep Negro spiritual side. Cause, Cause my, my wine wore off. So But we hope whatever you all set your minds to do this week that you actually achieve those goals. Just remember the sky's the limit. This is Dre and the Randall Gang. We're out. Peace. Stay blessed. Bye. Gang gang. Later. Welcome to Random Side Note.